Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the DDP. I'm Paul. It's the start of a new week, the 12th day of December. We're rapidly on our way. You could say about halfway now on the calendar from the beginning of the month up to the big day of Christmas. It's Advent season. I realized last year on the podcast, we did Advent every day through Advent season. This year, I'm doing it a little differently in that my Advent examination is taking place in both of our weekly meetings. We've been doing Tuesday evenings in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We've been doing Advent-style sermons in that we're looking at the anticipating Jesus and what He brought to the world. So I'm doing that through a little different lens, a little different style. But on the Sundays at the Garden Church, in at our home church in Irmo, South Carolina, we're doing traditional Advent sermons with my own spin on them. I can't seem to get out of the way. I Well, I guess that's part of the call. We bring who we are to it. And so there's some of that, and you can get those. We're, we're a week behind on those, but those are the Sunday sermons that we're dropping through December and on to, into January. In, in light of, or in, I'm sorry, in lieu of not doing daily Advent, we're just staying with the verse by verse that we've been doing in the Gospel of Luke. Yesterday was an exception, and I'm telling you this in case you sort of jump around and hit and miss. If you missed yesterday, you missed the introduction to our Matthew 24 session that we did when we were in the Netherlands. And this may or may not interest you, but we have that available after the first of the year at our additional content page. And I wanted to give five minutes of that so you would know what to expect. So check that out yesterday, the December 10th, 2023 version of the podcast, about eight and a half minutes long, about five minutes or so of that was from that conference. And um, I, I think it sets it up pretty well. Okay, Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. That's quite a setup by Luke. One more verse in the one more sentence in the verse says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them, or the power of the Lord was with him to heal, is a little more specific. What are we to make of Luke insisting on telling us where all these teachers had come from? Well, he's setting the story up for sure, but you also got to remember that he's repeating a story that was already out there. Um, Luke almost certainly comes after Mark, definitely not before Mark. And Mark told this story in Mark chapter 2 when Jesus enters Capernaum. And he doesn't give quite the detail about who is there. Luke wants you to know that a bunch of teachers have come on purpose to hear Jesus and that they're not just teachers, they're Pharisees and teachers of the law, and they've come from all over the place. It's like a big event. They've been hearing about Jesus. They know that he is there, and they now come to see what all of the, what's all the fuss about, I guess you could say. Now, I think, I'm throwing in I think, I think Luke is trying to show you that Jesus intentionally handles this miracle the way that he does based upon the crowd that's there. He has a room full of critics, so to speak, who are there to do what critics do, be critical. And he's going to do something in this healing that we haven't seen him do before, and that's offer forgiveness of sins prior to 
the healing and maybe even independent of the healing based upon the wording that Jesus gives. Then he, then he heals the man after the whole forgiveness of sins passage. Well, for whatever purpose, and I told you that's me, that's my thinking, I'll throw another one in on you in, from the end of verse 17. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Or as we said a little closer to the Greek, I think the earliest Greek says the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And a long time ago, I underlined that in my Bible, and I wrote out in the margin a question, which is not entirely unusual for me. I like to write questions to myself in the text. And the question I wrote was, maybe not all the time? And what I meant by that question was, I had underlined the last sentence. Let's read it. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And I ask, Maybe not all the time. In other words, if Luke makes the effort to tell us that the power of the Lord was present to heal them, is Luke telling us that that was a special moment, that it wasn't always obvious that the power was there to heal them? I don't don't want to bend this till it breaks. I just want to lay it out there that Luke, Luke feels something different in the spiritual atmosphere today. And I'm not in any way insinuating Jesus didn't have the power to heal 100% of the time. I am persuaded that Jesus did what he heard his father tell him to do. And I'm not entirely persuaded that every single sick person he ever passed, he healed. I don't see him turning people away from healing, but I do see him honing in on people. Like the Gospel of John, when he goes to the pools at Bethesda, that's an open-air hospital, and he heals one man. Well, there's no way there's only one man sick at Bethesda. Bethesda is literally the house of mercy. It's the place people go because they're sick. I don't have an answer for why he only heals one. My thought is either we don't know the rest of the story, or the Father speaks to him to specifically go for that one man. But I do find it interesting that the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And I don't, again, I don't want to bend it till it breaks, but I do think there were special moments in the ministry of Jesus where he sensed with great authority the call of his Father, the presence of his Father in ways that Perhaps he didn't at other moments. And it's not to insinuate that God ever abandoned him, but that it's important to listen and to pay attention to those moments when the Spirit of the Lord is particularly doing something in our midst. And I think those are very real moments. We, we, can, we can get trapped into thinking they're emotional moments, but that would discount that sometimes things in the spirit are emotional and that's okay there's nothing wrong with emotion it just it must be subservient to the spirit not dominant of the spirit we get into the actual encounter because it's really not just a healing it's an encounter due to the fact that Luke has put a bunch of characters on the stage and we will get into this tomorrow see you then god bless